Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is street. S-T-R-E-E-T. Really? You bet your life. Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who have on display the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all-new Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only... That's me, Teddy Roosevelt. Do you like it? Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. George, who's first? Well, Groucho, we have some people who were chosen because they have interesting stories to tell. Uh-huh. Miss uh, Beverly Kaanapu and Mr. Ernest Ray. Would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome uh, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. Ernest uh, Ray and Miss uh, Beverly uh, Kaanapu, huh? Beverly Kaanapu. Ka-a-na-poo. Oh, I see. Ka Yes. Do you have a Hawaiian name? Is that your real name? Well, my full name is Beverly Phoebe Kamalulani Kaanapu. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Kamalulani, that means under the shade of heaven. Oh. <laughs> Where were you born, Bev? I was born in Kalihi in Honolulu, Hawaii. I'm all right. How are you? But uh, <laughs> we always say that if anybody says Hawaii. Hawaii is the correct pronunciation. Huh? Hawaii or Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But over here they say Hawaii. Okay. <laughs> well, that's uh, the easiest way. Yes, it is. And it also there's no joke. I mean, you can say, I'm all right. How are you? Huh? <laughs> if it's to say Hawaii, you're dead. <laughs> aren't the real, genuine, blown-in-the-bottle Hawaiians pretty scarce now? I've heard there aren't too many of you left. Is this true? Yes, that's very true. As for myself, I'm part Hawaiian and part German. Really? Yes. Is that so? Well, whoever assembled the part suddenly knew what he was doing. <laughs> uh, who are you again? I forgot. Uh, Ernest Ray. Ernest Ray. Yes, huh? sir. Oh, glad to hear it. I'm always glad to meet a man who's Ernest. Huh? Yes, right. <laughs> Where are you from, Ernie? Uh, Billings, Montana. Now, Billings, that's right out in the wild and woolly west, isn't it? Yes, yes, sir. You spend a lot of time busting broncos and chasing buffalo? No, I uh, I spend most of my time practicing a flute up there. Oh, it's not easy on a horse when you're chasing a buffalo. <laughs> no. The flute, you say? You practice the flute? Uh, yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Are you pretty cool on the flute? Well, I, uh, I, uh, I was the best flautist in the state. You best flautist in the uh, state? Best flautist. Flautist? Flautist. I thought you said you played the flute. Or what's uh, a flout? A flout is a flute. Is a flute? Yes. A flout flute? Is it? Flout a flute. Flute is a fl- flout is a flute. It's the same as a flute. <laughs> same thing. It's the same. Well, I've learned a word tonight, flautist, huh? Yes, yes, sir. And you were the best flute player in Montana. Yes, I, I was the best flute player in Montana. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's an easy claim to make. Can you oh. substantiate this claim? Well, uh... Groucho, while I was still in high school, I uh, I entered a, a Montana, you know, the flute co- contest in Montana to see who was the best flute player, and I won first chair. And then, 
after that, I... I you I, won the chair, you said? No, I, I won the first chair. I won the first position. I was the first uh, flutist in the, in the contest. They rated me first. Well, suppose in that contest you'd have hit a, a sour note, uh, and he, would you have taken your flute and blown your head off? <laughs> no, I had third chair there, but I'd probably been denoted to about the fifth chair, I figure, if I hadn't done a good job. The fifth chair? I had third chair in the second flute section. <laughs> Did you ever have the second flute in the fifth chair section? No, no. That's you know, I'm supposed to get you confused. Yeah, well, that, that, that second section, that second flute section, that's a... Uh, that there's ten flutists and uh, five of them got in the first. And flautists, isn't it? Flautists, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So why do they call it flautists when it's really flutists? Huh? Well, that's uh, that's a, a, a foreign word. It's a French word, I think. Oh well, why don't you play the French horn then? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't know how uh, to do that. Anyhow, then uh, that hasn't stopped the men in our orchestra from playing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've, I've enjoyed this little chat with you two, but the time has come for some more serious endeavors, like uh, winning some uh, moolah. Is that the Hawaiian word, yes, moolah? Yes, moolah. Moolah. O kala. O kala. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to play your bet your life. You, I don't know if you know how to play your bet your life, but we made a little change in our quiz last week. You play the game this way, the same way, with the exception that we start you off with a bankroll of $100. And that, that's very nice. You can quit now if you want to. <laughs> no. Every time you miss a question, you lose half your bankroll. No matter what it amounts to at the time. Now, let's see how much money you can make. You selected science and medicine. And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. Number seven. Number seven is $70. In the laboratory, what do you call the small gas burner used to heat test tubes? Flask. Talk it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's a Bunsen burner. Well, you lost half of your original bankroll, so you now have $50. You have $50 left in the bankroll. Now, what do you want to go for? Well, let's try number eight. Number $80. What is the scientific name for the study of plants and plant life? Talk it over. Your partners. Scientific name for the study of plants and plant life. Etymology. No, I'm sorry. Wow. No, it's botany. What am I asleep today? You uh, lost half your bankroll again. You now have $25. $25. You're still in the running. Now, don't get discouraged. Now, uh, what do you want to try? $90 one? $10? $100? Yeah. Okay. How much? Five, five, five. $50. What rare element do we obtain from pitch blend? I think we get radium. That's right. Before you change your no. mind, it's radium, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you now have $75. This is your last chance to beat the other couples now. Things are looking up a little, aren't they? Now, which one do you want to try now? Oh, I'm going to try number nine. $90. Scientifically speaking, animals with backbones are called what? Talk it over. Take a stab if you don't know. Mammals. Oh, vertebrae, probably. Yes, it was vertebrae. I wish I could have helped you, but I couldn't. Well, you lost half your bankroll, and you wind up with $37.50. I'm sorry you didn't win more. Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
Well, Groucho, we invited some Navy men to our show tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Walt Kluznick to be on the show. His partner is Miss Madge, no, Pat Madgewick. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word. It's something you see every day. Uh, Walt uh, Kluznick, huh? You're a sailor, huh? You are yes, a sailor, aren't you? Yes, sir. You don't have to say uh, so to me, you know. I'm just an apprentice comedian, third class. <laughs> Let's see, you're a Miss uh, Pat uh, Madgwick? I'd prefer to be called Patricia Madgwick. You would? Well, it certainly is no problem for me to call you Patricia. Where are you from, Pat? Uh, Patricia? I'm from England. England, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry. Sorry? You don't have to be sorry. We all have to be born someplace. <laughs> now then, what part of England were you born in? I was born in Surrey. Oh, this is like Hawaii. I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> you speak very, very good English for an English woman. <laughs> of course, after you've been here a while, we'll take care of that. <laughs> well, what is your hometown? Bay of Biscay or something, I suppose. No, I'm from Butchertown in San Francisco. Butchertown? What is, what's in Butchertown? Is that a slaughterhouse? It's the exclusive section of the slaughterhouses. <laughs> what made you decide to join the Navy, Walt? Did you want to see the world? I want to stay out of the Army. You realize you just wrecked eight years of hard work on the unification of the services. <laughs> what ship are you stationed on? I'm not on a ship. I don't have a ship. A sailor without a ship? The world is certainly coming apart. <laughs> Why'd you lose your boat? I'm on shore duty. What kind of shore duty do you have, sailor? Well, I'm a boatswain's striker and a... A what? A boatswain's mate striker. A boatswain's mate? Well, I hope you're very happy together. <laughs> <laughs> and I work down on Terminal Island and I've stayed... What's, what's a boatswain's mate? Well, they take care of the li- rope, uh, the line on the ship and oh. securing of all the hatches. A deckhand, more or less. I see. But do you have a good line? Uh, <laughs> hasn't been working too well lately. <laughs> I don't know why not. You're a pretty cute-looking sailor. <laughs> what do you think of him, Pat? He's pretty nice-looking. Let's see, let's go. You don't think they don't, do you? <laughs> they go a hog wild. Well, specifically, what do you do in your job, uh, sailor boy? <laughs> Walter Klusnick? You sound like you ought to be playing for Notre Dame. <laughs> Not me. Well, I... I know the dame in South Bend years ago. <laughs> I take care of the ball fields out there. I'm connected what? with... What? <laughs> take care of a ball field? Yes, sir. What do you do for the ball field? Well, I make sure that the field's in condition to play on. I'm connected with the baseball team. Make sure the grass doesn't dry. Throw a little fertilizer here and there. <laughs> Just maintenance of the ball field. You never think of a sailor throwing fertilizer on (laughs) That's certainly a curious location for a man in the Navy. Now, Patricia, uh, what about you? Are you married? No. You're not married? No, I'm not. A girl like you, not married. Uh -uh. What about you? Are you married, uh, sailor? No. No, we're wasting time. Is there anyone present here who knows any reason why these young people shouldn't be (laughs) here? 
Speak up or forever hold your peace. Are you uh, ready for the ceremony, Pat? Well, aren't you being just a trifle hasty? <laughs> well, I have to be. Uh, I know a sailor. He's got a date in half an hour. <laughs> no, I, this is all in fun. Well, you're a very attractive couple, and I expect you to get married the moment you leave here. <laughs> now you're going to fight your bet your life. Now, let's see how much money you can make. You selected, uh, you know, do you know about the change in the quiz? Oh, yes. We start yes. you off with a $100 bankroll, and when you miss a question, you lose half of whatever bankroll it amounts to at that time. Clear? In the race for the $1,000, the Hawaiian girl and the flute player won $37.50, and the secret word is street. Let's see how much money you can make. You select a general information quiz. Remember now, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. You talk it over your partner. Hey, what $70. What is the name of the plane Lindbergh flew across the Atlantic in 1927? The Spirit, Talk of, it over. The Spirit of St. Louis? That is absolutely right. The <laughs> well, you now have $170. Now, which one do you want to try? 60. 60. What is the distaff side of a family? Talk it over. Oh, the female side? Uh, yes, that's right, the female You've <laughs> now run your bankroll up to $230. Now, what do you want to try? Number, number nine. Okay. What is the proper term for a bicycle built for two? A, a tandem. That is right, a tandem is right. <laughs> you now have $320. It's your last chance to be the other couple. We'll be very brave and have number eight. Number eight. All right. What do you call a motherless calf or an unbranded steer? Oh, uh, Talk it over. A motherless calf, that's a young cow, isn't it? Yes. A, or an unbranded steer. Talk it over. No, I'm sorry. It's a maverick or a dogie. You lost half of your bankroll at that time, so you wind up with $160. Well, thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Uh, before we proceed, I have a note here to remind me of something. Last week, the owner of the Ocean Aquarium at Hermosa Beach, Art McBride, offered to give $500 toward the bus fund for the McKinley Home for Boys. Well, he gave us the money, and I have a further report to make. Mr. Slotkin, president of Abbey Rents, contributed another 500 and those of us on the show put in another 1000 On top of this, some other contributors, who has to be anonymous, came through with another $2,500, making a total of $4,500. So that's enough for a brand-new bus, and now the 112 boys of the McKinley Home have transportation to take them to Sunday school, the mountains, and the beach. And to all of you who kicked in, my sincere thanks. George, who's next? Well, Groucho, we have a couple of interesting guests who have special stories to tell. Father Michael Montoya of the Claritian Fathers and Nelson Gary. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Well, welcome. Welcome Hi to there. the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. How do you do, Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. 
Nelson Gary and Father Michael uh, Montoya, eh? Father right. Montoya? What, what should I call you? Well, you can call me Father Michael. That'll be perfectly all right. Father Michael, that's okay. Yeah, you know, I'm no authority on religion. Will you correct me if I make a mistake here? I'd certainly be very happy to correct you if you make mistakes. Well, actually, you'd have to start back about 40 years. <laughs> well, you're, uh, you're Nelson uh, Gary, eh? Yeah, that's me. How old are you, Nelson? I'm 12. 12 years old, huh? Yeah. Where, where do you live, Nelson? We're in the San Fernando Valley. San Fernando Valley? Yeah. 1388 Dickens Street, West Hollywood. The Dickens Street? <laughs> Well, you said uh, the lucky uh, secret word tonight, uh, so you win $50, and Father Michael gets $50 for the parish. Thank you very much. I hope. That's <laughs> possibly sure. This was just an assumption on my part, Father. <laughs> Nelson, I realize I'm not being polite, but I think our listeners would be interested in knowing about your arm. Uh, could you tell us about it? I lost an electric mangle when I was two years old. You lost it in what? Electric mangle when I was two. An electric mangle? Mm-hmm. An ironing machine? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's too bad. Shame. Do you find it much of a handicap? No, I can do anything anybody else can do this job. Yeah. Well, I guess if you've got that spirit. There's no such thing as a handicap with that kind of spirit. Where do you go to school? Van Nuys Junior High School. Mm-hmm. Are you pretty good in school? Well, I belong to the Honor Society, and you've got to keep up pretty high grades to keep them there. You belong to the Honor Society? Yes, you got to get, you got to get uh, more than half your grades A. What is your biggest interest in school? Athletics, I guess, and in North Hollywood, I belong to a Y club called the Kryptons, and I play first string for their basketball team, and I did play first string for their football team. Really? Uh-huh. Father, uh, what do you think of this boy? Wonderful. I think a boy who apparently has this handicap and makes a go of things really can prove that where there is a will, there's a way. And I think it's wonderful. God bless you. Nice going, Mr. He'd make a pretty good sermon for you, wouldn't he, Father? Certainly would. Make, make a, a sermon good... for everyone. Yes, he does. Make one for me, too. What a schlemiel I was in school. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sermons, isn't it a problem to keep them timely and interesting? I don't think so, Mr. Marks. No. Uh, a sermon should be short and to the point. Mm-hmm. And, of course, kept with interest. Mm-hmm. Well, how do you do that? Well, I remember when I attended the Catholic University of America... Uh, one of the professors insisted that we imitate the uh, commercial announcers. He says they, uh, when they talk about uh, material things, they put their point right over. We could do the same when we bring the word of God. Mm-hmm. Well, you probably keep yours shorter than most of the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Father Michael, where, where is your church? In San Gabriel, California. I'm at the old San Gabriel Mission. Could you describe its history here? Yes, it's uh, the oldest mission in the Los Angeles County. You see, very briefly, Father Cambon and La Samara came to the San Gabriel Valley back in 1771. And uh, this was five years, incidentally, uh, before the founding of our country, before the American independence. And this building was destroyed by the uh, earthquakes and the floods, and they built a second one. And the beautiful building that you see now is the last structure, which was completed in 1804. That's a real old building. Is much of the original structure still standing? Oh, yes, and very little of it has been touched. You must have the same landlord I have. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nelson, my favorite sport is baseball. How is it you're not interested in that? Oh, I am. It's my favorite sport. In fact, I played on, on a little league team that won the championship this year. Really? Yeah. What position do you play? I played the outfield, right field. Outfield? And how are you with batting? Are you any good? Well, I batted 365 this year. 365? <laughs> Is that your best record? No, after I got 437. <laughs> oh, you're slipping, huh? Yeah. League got older, the pitchers got better. <laughs> you realize even Ted Williams can't hit that good in the major leagues, well, 365? He, he faced a little better pitchers, I think. <laughs> well, he's a much older man. Too. He must be hitting around pretty near 30, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Well, it's been inspiring talking to you two, to both of you. Thank you. And now let's play you bet your life for a chance at a lot of money. Hey, if you'll excuse me, Mr. Marks, I, uh, I think the world of uh, Nelson. I think he's a wonderful boy. And so if you'll excuse me, I met his father, and I think he's also a wonderful man. So I'm going to let him participate in the contest. Where is your father? He's right upstairs. He's backstage. Oh, you carry your father with you? Yeah. Well, yes. Well, come back again, though. Huh? Well, you, you said you got a boy to be proud of here. Thanks, sir. You think Nelson can count on you to come up with the right answer? I doubt that. <laughs> Why is that? Well, I got tangled up in one of these men in the street programs one time, and I forgot my own name. <laughs> Nelson, I hope you have better substitutes on uh, the ball club than your father is going to be up here. All right, well, let's go. Now, Mr. Nelson, do you know how we play the game? Yes, I do, sir. You do. And you too, Nelson? Yeah. Okay, well, let, let's go, and we'll uh, see how you make out here. In the race for the $1,000, Miss Madgewick and the sailor are leading with $160. Let's see how much money you can make. You select the sports. And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder the question is. $70. $70. The world's record is 26 feet, 8 and a quarter inches. What is the event? What event would this be? Broad jump. That's right, the broad jump. Well, you run your bankroll into $170. Your bankroll is $170. Now, what question do you want to go for? We'll go for the $80. $80. Only one boxer has held three titles simultaneously. Who was it? Henry Armstrong. Henry Armstrong is right. You now have $250. Say, Nelson, your old man is no dope. I hope not. How much have they got? $250. All right, what one do you want to go for? We'll go for the 90 $90. It's the three big races. A horse must win in order to capture the triple crown. What is the third one? Oh, it's something like that. I don't know what it is. Scream. Saratoga? No. Pile. No, it's the Preakness. Oh. Well, you were up to $250. That was your bankroll. You lost half of it, so you now have $125. You have $125. Now, it's your last chance to beat the other couple. Take, we'll shoot the world, You going $100? The Immortals of Baseball are honored in Baseball's Hall of Fame. Where is it located? Cooperstown, New York. Cooperstown, New York is right. Thanks and good luck to the Soda Plymouth And that means that Nelson Gary and his dad, with $225 in just one minute, get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth. $1,000 question. And here comes our winning couple, Groucho. The two Mr. Garys. 
See, your father turned out pretty handy yeah. after all, didn't he? Yeah. All right, here we go for a thousand dollars. I'll give you fifteen seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully, and please, no help from the audience. Here it is. Forty years ago, an American minister wrote a novel called *The Winning of Barbara Way*. It sold over a million and a half copies. It's still one of the all-time records. For a thousand dollars, who is this popular writer? I'm talking over. Oh, I know his name. If you don't know, take a guess. Okay, we'll say. Rupert Hughes will say. Rupert Hughes will say. Rupert Hughes? No, I, I'm sorry. It's Harold Bell Wright. I'm sorry, but uh, that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, they lost the big money, but how much did they win the quiz? $225 in the quiz. $225. Congratulations, and thanks to both of you and of all of our contestants on the show tonight. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And on Miss Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great new cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic! <laughs> Folks, here's a reminder from the Red Cross. You help your neighbors in distress, wherever they may be, when you join the Red Cross. So answer the call. Join and serve. You'll Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jack Meekin. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world.